Okay, uh, let's get this show on the road again for the uh, 4th of July weekend coming up. Here's my playing music for show number 75. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. Okay, uh, this is uh, show number 75 of the Midnight Skeptic. This will be broadcast on uh, Sunday, uh, July 3rd. Uh, Today is... uh, Wednesday, uh, the 29th of June, uh, and it's uh, about 8.30, and um, like the intro said uh, over the music, uh, the views of the Midnight Skeptic, uh, which are, by the way, the correct views to have for everybody, they're not necessarily the views of Petalamaca Community Access. Okay. Um, send all suggestions uh, of how I could make this show better. Uh, not that that's even possible. Uh, or suggestions about things I should rant and rave about. Um, And then plus, send all death threats and hate mail uh, to themidnightskeptic at gmail.com. Okay, now that that's all out of the way, let's uh, get the shout-outs out of the way. Uh, All my international listeners, uh, get me on Spotify, uh, which is uh, accumulated or... I forget what the word is for that, but they, uh, uh, it's anchor.fm. And through them, I have uh, two listeners in the UK, two in Ireland, two in Germany, one in Spain, one in uh, the Czech Republic. And then over on the other side of the earth, uh, I got two in New Zealand and two in Australia. Okay. Uh, the Sonora Gang. Okay. Uh, and I'll be seeing you guys this coming weekend. Um, Bob and Sandy Fisher, uh, Brad and Martha Fisher. Farther's, uh, Martha's a nurse up there. Uh, please wear your PPE. COVID has not gone away yet. And uh, I hope there's not been an outbreak of monkey pox up there. Anyway, um, Daryl Larson, Judy May, Leonidas Maciel, um, Kathy Francis, and then a couple of newbies, uh, Jennifer and Tiffany Gleason, who were the daughters of a friend of mine up there, John Gleason. And uh, 
And then down in Mexico, an ex-Sonoraite, Rosie Lopez Negrete. Okay, locally, like here in Petaluma in the environs. Uh, Nariman, uh, Tom and Nancy Throw, uh, Keith and Cody K. All right. Uh, Dennis and Megan down in Tiburon. And Art Kutznet, um, who attends uh, B'nai Israel here in town. Uh, Pacifica uh, is represented by Stan and Kathy and Sebastopol, Rich and Kathy. And in Sacramento, Dave and Rosita Takach. And then Mickey Huff's up there. And I'm sure he's on summer break from his position as a professor at uh, Diablo Valley College now. And he's the godfather of Project Censored. Uh, they come out every year with a book um, about um, the stories that have gone unreported, insufficiently reported, or wrongly reported in the news by our wonderful journalists here in this country. All right. And uh, he has his own show here at KPCA, the, this station that I'm on, uh, Wednesdays 1 to 2. And then it's repeated over on KPFA over in Berkeley, uh, on Fridays from 1 to 2, and they're at 94.1 FM. Okay, and um, let's see, Arkansas, Shannon Reed, and then down in Arizona, my brother Bran and his wife, um, Mina, and their daughter, Andrea, my niece. She's a nurse, and uh, I admonish you to wear your PPE and make sure there's no evil monkey pox breaking out around there. Uh, and especially uh, her husband, Tim, and their three little terrorists. And uh, I hope they're all doing well. And uh, all the way over to Florida, uh, Nelson and Alice Lydell, and they're in Sarasota. And then in Edgewater, uh, Amelia Beamer, and then tootling up the East Coast, uh, Herr Doctor David Rubin in the Raleigh Durham area, and then all the way up to uh, Long Island where Gerilyn Goldfinger lives. All right. Uh, I hate to do this, uh, but I have to start off with uh, bad news. Um, Dickens area, meaning the writer. Uh, Dickens. Oh, man, I'm having a brain freeze on his first name. Charles Dickens? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Dickens-era diseases are making a comeback due to anti-vaccine sentiment. The anti-vaxxers strike again. Okay, what are all these Dickens-era diseases? Um, doctors are seeing a return of whooping cough, measles, typhoid, scarlet fever, diphtheria, and mumps. Thank you, anti-vaxxers and stupid MAGA heads. Uh, 
um, <laughs> MAGA heads, just drink your Trump bleach and that'll keep those diseases away from you. I'm joking. A bleach doesn't do anything for you. Uh, and don't listen to the orange sociopathic bloat bag or any of his uh, America's uh, America's frontline doctors group uh, for your medical advice. As a matter of fact, one of them, uh, the um, America's frontline doctors group, uh, Dr. Joe Latipo, is now um, the... Uh, Okay, I'm brain freeze time. The the title of the head doctor of the state of Florida. Surgeon General. Okay, uh, DeSantis, the idiot governor of Florida, appointed him Florida's Surgeon General. And I've done segments on him on uh, past shows, maybe eight or nine shows ago. He's... Uh, completely unqualified to uh, hold the post that he does in Florida. Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. Okay. Well, the U.S. Supreme Court uh, struck down New York's law on carrying a concealed weapon. Uh, and they shot, they struck down Maine's no funding of religious schools law. God, guns, and next they'll strike down Obergefell decision. Then the horrible right-wing Supreme Court will complete the hateful GOP agenda that um, that uh, oh boy, I mean, this is a rough night for me. Uh, Obama mistakenly said out loud, even though he's completely right: guns, God, and gays. Uh, was the agenda of the Republican Party. And he was completely right. And this uh, right-wing, uh, six of the U.S. Supreme Court right-wing justices are making that come true. God, guns, and gays. Okay. They haven't uh, revisited uh, the Obergefell decision yet, but... Uh, it's it's coming. It's coming, after the they're striking down the abortion law, uh, Roe v. Wade, uh, other decisions that uh, have been on the books for a long time. Uh, if Clarence Thomas uh, has his way, uh, these decisions will all be revisited. For instance, um, Griswold versus Connecticut. That was the one where women were able to get uh, 
uh, anti-pregnancy pills. There's another word for that that's more apropos. Let's see. But anyway, uh, Lawrence versus Texas. Uh, that was the one where people were free to have sexual relations, consensual sexual relations with whomever you want, whether same sex or not. And then uh, Obergefell versus Hodges. That's the name of the court case that allowed for same-sex marriage. If, uh, if the conservative wing of the uh, U.S. Supreme Court has its way, these decisions will all be, quote-unquote, revisited, meaning overturned. Okay. Um, let's see. This, uh, these decisions are all liable to fall on, in this dystopian Supreme Court, uh, Republican-appointed Supreme Court justices. Okay, uh, Clarence Thomas has emerged as the head creep of all of them. Mm. Okay. Uh, CFI, the Center for Inquiry, back in Amherst, New York, which is the uh, umbrella organization that is the parent of CSI, Center for Skeptical Inquiry, uh, since 1976. Uh, they're the publishers of the Skeptical Inquirer. Now, I've told you that that's one of the magazines that I've subscribed to for, I don't know, 30, 35 years. I don't remember when I first started, but I currently subscribe to it and get some of my inspiration for some of these stories uh, from that magazine. Okay, they issued a statement right after the uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade, which uh, I think is worthy of being read to you. Okay. Uh, CFI, statement after the overturning of Roe v. Wade, is the act of a religious tribunal. The U.S. Supreme Court, in a 6-3 ruling in the case of Dobbs, versus Jackson, Whole Women's Health Organization, has overturned Roe v. Wade, stripping away women's bodily autonomy and giving states the power to force women to give birth against their will. Even though this decision was largely expected after a Leak of an early draft opinion in May, it is no less crushing. Dissenting Justices Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor, and Stephen Breyer wrote, quote-unquote, with sorrow, that the result of this decision is the 
curtailment of women's rights and of their status as free and equal citizens. Make no mistake, today's ruling was not the act of a secular court, but of a religious tribunal. All right? The six justices who ruled to take away women's right to abortion did not do so because of good faith interpretations of the Constitution or due to any fact-based debate uh, about uh, when human life begins. No, the Supreme Court is inviting religious dogma to override the rights, health, and lives of women. Uh, I've said all along that uh, all religions uh, are at their root misogynistic, and I stand by that. Uh, the only exception that I might consider is the Wiccan religion, and I don't know enough about it to uh, comment on that. I will do some more research on that. I know that there is a Wiccan chaplain uh, in the armed forces. I'm not sure which branch, but there is one there. Okay, I want to continue on uh, with the uh, CFI statement. Um, today, the Supreme Court deceptively used constitutional law as a subterfuge to impose religious dogma on the entire nation. Uh, this is a quote from uh, Eddie Tabash, uh, the board chair of uh, CFI. Uh, quote, millions of women are now condemned to a loss of uh, what should be a universal right of bodily autonomy and self-determination. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. The uh, intrusion of the police power of the state into the most intimate areas of one's private life marks the beginning of a new authoritarian era, period. Uh, we must do whatever we can to restore for all time the precious freedom that the court arbitrarily destroyed today. Okay. Oh, okay. That uh, has been in, a, in an effect since last Friday. This Friday will be uh, the one-week anniversary of the overturning of Roe v. Wade and the uh, subjugation of women's bodies to the state, which Republicans are rejoicing about. Mm. Yeah, this is just water this time. Okay, good temporary news. The Civil District Court for the Parish of Orleans in the state of Louisiana have uh, entered an injunction, injunction uh, blocking the enforcement of Louisiana's trigger law, making abortion illegal in the state everywhere in the state. They've put a stop to it. Uh, I don't know how long this is going to hold up. 
but it's good temporary news. Uh, June 27th, uh, ew, making abortion illegal in the state. Oh, oh, that original decision was um, put into law um, on June 27th, 1972. Uh, the Hope Medical Group versus Jeff Landry, uh, the Attorney General of the state of Louisiana. Okay, uh, here is really, really good news from a guy that I've come to admire more and more and more. Uh, Jimmy Carter, ex-president Jimmy Carter. Uh, at the time he was president, uh, he was not all that popular in this country. And in fact, uh, Ronald Reagan... Uh, beat him in 1980, in the 1980 presidential election. And uh, I hate to admit it, but I voted for Reagan in that election. I have matured and grown and um, become more cognizant of uh, what the Reagan years were all about. And um, I wish I could take my vote back, but you can't. Okay, anyway, uh, the Jimmy Carter quote. The truth is that male religious leaders have had and still have an option to interpret holy teachings either to exalt or subjugate women. They have, for their own selfish ends, overwhelmingly chosen the latter. Their continuing choice provides the foundation or justification for much of the pervasive persecution and abuse of women throughout the world. Here, here. He's essentially saying what I've been saying all along is religions are essentially at their foundational base misogynistic and bad news for women in general. Okay. <sighs> More Supreme Court bad news. In, um, in Kennedy versus Bremerton School District, the court ruled that a high school coach can publicly pray on the field after a game, thus pressuring the team members to pray also. Now, sneaky evangelicals would never say that uh, they're pressuring the students to pray. You know, they would never admit to that. They are liars and cheats and, uh, you know, favor Trump. Okay. Um, what if a Muslim coach decided to, after a game, haul out his prayer rug, face it towards Mex Mecca, and then uh, bowed toward 
Mecca in prayer. What would the school district say about that? Nothing good, I'm sure. Okay, prayer in school means Christian prayers in schools. Don't be fooled by evangelical cheats, you know, masquerading as uh, fair people and really caring about the teachings of Jesus and fairness. Why can't religious nuts just keep their faith to themselves? We are inching closer and closer to a Taliban-like theocracy. Mm. Okay, religious bashing, religious bashing, one of my favorite pastimes. Okay, good news, more good news, and some bad news. The MAGA-head conservative Republicans are now going after drag performers and the drag queen children's story time in libraries. Uh, in Youngstown, Ohio, at a performance of the Rust Belt Theater Company, a performer and uh, master of ceremonies for the theater company, uh, his name is Robert Denick, uh, Robert Denick Jokey, J-O-K-I, and that's his last name, who performs in drag as Starlet O'Hara was ready to introduce the next act when a man with a megaphone rushed out of the audience shouting that she was a pervert and a monster and was grooming children. Her first instinct was to tackle him. Uh, she's a pretty big person herself. Um, or shout back at him. Uh, but she started singing somewhere over the rainbow way up high there's a land that i heard of once in a lullaby birds fly over the rainbow why then oh why can't i Forgive me, because I'm not a singer, but that's from The Wizard of Oz. Anyway, that's what uh, uh, Starlet O'Hara began to sing. And the audience began to sing with her, thus drowning out this Republican MAGA head and his um, megaphone. Um, the audience of children and their parents one by one, began joining in and got loud enough to drown out the Republican hate monger. He eventually ran off, and uh, this is on June 23rd, and it was a posting on Facebook. Um, if, uh, if you want to uh, check it out, uh, check my Facebook posting. It, it's Dave and my... Uh, Facebook, I don't know what you call it, page, thread, whatever. But anyway, I 
posted this on there. Okay. Okay, now here is some way good news. Okay. Sadio Mane, a quote. Now, who is Sadio Mane? He is a Senegalese soccer star, and he makes 10.2 million euros annually from playing for Liverpool, uh, their soccer club in the UK. Anyway, uh, he's rich. I mean, he makes that every year. Okay. And um, he was questioned about why he was walking around with a iPhone that ha the cover was cracked and you know, he wore a pair of floppy tennis shoes and sweat clothes, you know. And some reporter from some paper, I don't know where, uh, asked him, why do you have a, why, why are you dressed like this and why are you using a broken iPhone? He said, and this is the wonderful quote, why would I want 10 Ferraris? 20 diamond watches, and two jet planes. I starved. I worked in the fields, played barefoot, and I didn't go to school. Now I can help people. I prefer to build schools and give poor people food or clothing. I have built schools and a stadium, provided clothes, shoes, and food for people in extreme poverty. In addition, I give 70 euros per month to all people from a very poor Senegalese region in order to contribute to their family economy. I do not need to display luxury cars, luxury homes, trips, and even planes. I prefer that my people receive some of what life has given me. Oh, he needs to be recognized you know, as, uh, oh, I don't know, by Time Magazine as one of the hundred most uh, generous people on earth. Uh, you know, every year, well, Time Magazine has like the 100 most influential, the 100 most, um, I, I don't know what they call them, famous people, the 100 most uh, influential. Anyway, uh, he should be recognized somehow, if not by Time Magazine, uh, by somebody else. Okay, good man, a good man. Uh, he would never be a member of the Republican Party. Okay, uh, good news, more good news. Boy, there's a lot of good news on this broadcast. Quick time check. Okay. Uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi received communion from Pope Francis today, this day that I'm uh, uh, recording this show. Wednesday, the uh, 29th. Hmm. Okay. 
uh, she and her husband were seated in a special VIP section of the Basilica and received communion along with the rest of the congregants. <sighs> I'm glad to see that. And, you know, I'm not a religious guy, as you probably figured out by now. Uh, and I'm certainly not pro-Catholic, but... The evil MAGA head Archbishop of San Francisco, Salvatore Cordelione, has denied her communion because of Pelosi's uh, speaking out for women's rights to control their own bodies, a.k.a. abortion rights. And um, this guy, when he was appointed... Uh, Archbishop of San Francisco has been just bad news from the start. Uh, he's a right-wing zealot, um, very conservative, anti-LGBTQ. Okay, it wasn't Pope Francis that appointed him. I, I forget the name of the Pope before Francis, but... Uh, um Leone needs to just go away. Uh, he was passed over for a uh, promotion to cardinal uh, about a month ago when uh, Pope Francis announced uh, his um, sea of appointees to that lofty status. Anyway, he was passed over. Yay. Okay. Um, all right, Hero of the Year, so far, Cassidy Hutchinson. Um, the highlights of her testimony uh, yesterday, if you didn't see it or hear it or whatever, uh, I'm not going to go into everything she said, but uh, she is one of my personal heroes now. She, you know, she's 26, and she was up before the uh, January 6th committee who are investigating the crimes perpetrated by the orange sociopathic bloat bag. Okay, here's the highlights of her testimony. Uh, Trump ordered that metal detectors, or MOGs as they say, be removed at the ellipse where he was to speak. Hutchinson recalled the president saying, I don't effing care that they have weapons. And it was observed by, you know, uh, security people that there were people um, carrying AK-47s and Glock pistols and other, you know, sharpened flagpoles, for God's sakes, so that they could be used as weapons. Hmm. But Trump didn't care. He wanted a big crowd. And if the uh, weapons-carrying creeps were being kept out, uh, well, it diminished the crowd. Uh, I, I don't like to say that I hate anybody, but the orange sociopathic bloat bag 
is somebody that I hate. Uh, if he died tomorrow, I would be a, I would have an extra drink to uh, celebrate. Okay, uh, what else? Um, her testimony. Trump lunged for the steering wheel. Okay, he got into a, um, you know, Cadillac uh, SUV that they use uh, to be, the driver is part of his security detail and his, the head of his security detail was sitting in the passenger seat. Uh, the orange sociopathic bloat bag was in the back seat and he told his uh, Secret Service security detail that I want to go to the Capitol with the mob that he, in, he had incited. And they said, it's too dangerous, sir. We've got to go back to the West Wing. Well, that enraged him. And he lunged for the steering wheel of the presidential car when told he would not be taken to the Capitol. Uh, White House counsel Pat Cipollone uh, worried, quote, we're going to get charged with every crime imaginable if Trump goes to the Capitol. Uh, he said that to um, Kennedy, Cassidy, I'm sorry. And um, she testified to that effect in front of the uh, uh, January 6th investigating uh, committee. Okay, another thing. After Trump read a story quoting Attorney General Bill Barr saying there was no election fraud, the former president angrily threw his lunch against the wall uh, in the um, dining room that's just off the Oval Office. Uh, threw his lunch against the wall, leaving broken porcelain and ketchup dripping down the wall. This is who the Republicans chose to run for president in 2016. Mm. I, I tell you, pre, uh, Republicans in 2022 just have to all be voted out of office. Let them start over a, a brand new party. Uh, let them call it, I don't know, the, the fiscally responsible party or the conservative party or... I don't want to say the Libertarian Party because most Republicans are really not Libertarians, but something, just not Republican. Let them go the way of the Whigs from back in the mid-1800s. Uh, and then, you know, the responsible Republicans. And I've said this before, I am still a registered Republican. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the Lincoln, um, uh, what do they call themselves? The Lincoln Brigade or Lincoln 
organization. It's a group of anti-Trumper Republicans. Uh, and most of them still call themselves Republicans, but uh, they just uh, are anti-Trump GOPers. Uh, they would be the core group of, to build a Republican Party around. Uh, I, you know, the ones that I've seen uh, interviewed on my lefty propaganda show shows plural msnbc you know i would really consider voting for somebody that they tossed up to run for some office okay uh let's see cassidy hutchinson highlights of her testimony okay uh, i have a death to um mourn Okay, Margaret Keene. Okay, that was a quick time check. Okay, you might be asking yourselves, well, who's Margaret Keene? <clears throat> okay, she was the wife of the painter. Oh, now shoot, I'm having a another brain freeze on his first name, Walter Keene. Jeez, I, I really hate these brain freezes. Oh. Okay, it's just something that I have to put up with and deal with. Anyway, do you remember Walter Keene um, back in the 60s and 70s? Um, these kitschy, waif paintings with the huge eyes. Um, it was actually Margaret Keene that uh, painted these things and uh, was the inspiration for her husband, Walter Keene, to uh, try to paint like she did. Okay, she's 94 and she just passed away. And there was a movie made about uh, her life in 2014. She was played by Amy Adams, who portrayed her in the movie Big Eyes. I didn't see it, so... Um, the film renewed interest in her art and story. Okay, now there's an interesting twist to her relationship with Walter Keene, her husband, um, they earned uh, millions of dollars in international kitsch craze a half century ago. Okay, I thought they were older than that. A half century ago, well, that's um, 50 years ago. That's 1970. Okay. Um and who inspired an epic art fraud uh, by a husband whose claims to have executed her work were demolished in a paint-off in court. Anyway, she died uh, on Sunday at her home in Napa, California. Yeah, that's right near here. 
94, her daughter Jane Swigert said the cause was heart failure. To generations of Americans with even a passing acquaintance with contemporary art, the keen name raised images of sad children trapped in dystopian worlds of deprivation and misery. A, a Republican world? I'm getting snarky. Um, yes, yeah, a dystopian worlds of deprivation and misery. They were everywhere, stacked at sidewalk art shows, found in discount stores alongside Velvet Elvis and clown pictures, staring out from souvenir stands, the eyes following you like a conscience. Mrs. Keene, a reticent woman, had a talent that appealed to the masses, but not to art lovers. They made fun of those paintings, and, you know, they're kitsch. Okay. Uh, in Woody Allen's 1973 science fiction spoof, Sleeper, uh, the smart set in the year 2173 uses the single word keen to refer to great art. All right. Okay, she became a Jehovah's Witness. Man, uh, she must have been really abused mentally by her husband, Walter. Hmm. And in recent years, continued to paint and sell her work at auctions and her Keen Eyes Gallery in San Francisco. Uh, I've never seen that. I um, wonder when it opened. I, I don't know. So on and so on and so on. Okay, uh, anyway, uh, it goes into her biography, this article that I'm reading of. But uh, for the um, YouTube people, I'm just going to quickly hold up one of these. Oh, boy, this is tough. Oh, there we go. There we go. Anyway, the uh, the radio people can't see this, but uh, you're probably better off. Okay. Uh, good news. Uh, from the state of Ohio, the Senate race for, uh, for Senate for the um, 2022 election, uh, Democrat, Tim Ryan uh, leads the Trump-endorsed Republican J.D. Vance. If you don't know who he is, uh, he's a Ivy League-educated author who wrote a bestseller book who, that was made into a movie. It's called Hillbilly Elegy. And um, anyway... Uh, I, I don't know what motivated him to uh, run for Senate. Originally, he was an anti-Trumper Republican. But being the creepy politician that he turned out to be, uh, he groveled 
uh, at the feet of um, the orange sociopathic black bloat bag, and he uh, endorsed him. Okay. And uh, I think uh, he won in the Republican primary in Ohio. But anyway, the, the race now is between, between Democrat Tim Ryan and J.D. Vance. And right at this moment, like today, um, he leads uh, Vance uh, 90 uh, by about four percentage points. Okay. Man, I'm having trouble with these earphones and the and the echo. It's just, I mean, I have hard enough time. Well, earphones are no, but uh, okay. Good news. Good news. Good news. Um, crisis pregnancy centers. Well. Gee, that not that a place where women can go to to get, uh, you know, uh, women's health advice and maybe abortions if they need them? Wrong. They're operated by sneaky, underhanded, um, evangelical Christian pro-life outfits. And uh, and they're not pro-life. I've I've talked about that on many shows that pro-lifers are not pro-life. They're just pro. Uh, <laughs> oh boy, another brain freeze. The names of the eight or sixteen. Blastocysts. Okay, that's what a little ball of cells is. Okay. Okay, that's what they're pro. All right. Crisis pregnant pregnancy centers. What's the good news? Okay, California Attorney General Rob Bonta has been warning about these misleading evangelical Christian so-called pro-life centers that trick women into believing that they want to help them. Uh, they don't. Okay. Um, it, it's all part of the anti-abortion pro-life movement. Now, two things. They aren't... Um, no, nobody is for abortion. Um, it It's a thing that uh, should be available to women if they choose to have one. Nobody, no government entity of any kind should prohibit or um, regulate in any way a woman's body. It's her choice to make. All right. And these crisis pregnancy centers that are invariably run by evangelical right-wing uh, Christian groups, 
they use trickery and subterfuge to uh, get women to come into them. And uh, they'll be flooded with pamphlets about uh, all the alternatives, uh, one of which is having the baby and then putting it up for adoption. No Republican will ever adopt a kid. That would... I'm being snarky again. I'm sure that somewhere a Republican couple has adopted a kid. Hmm. All right. Bad news. Um, a Kentucky Teacher of the Year, Willie Carver. Uh, he, he was a teacher for 17 years finally gives up and quits teaching. Uh, he was teaching at Montgomery County, Montgomery County High School in Mount Sterling, Kentucky, where he, uh, where he taught English and French at the high school level and uh, was a faculty sponsor of a, a club called Open Light which was a, an LGBTQ-friendly school club, after-school club. Okay, um, he spoke recently uh, before the House Subcommittee on Civil Rights and Civil Liberties back in May. Yeah, that's last month. Uh, that's where I ran across his story. Uh, and I saw his um, testimony before the House of Representatives uh, Civil Rights and Civil Liberties Group. And he talked about uh, a fringe group of uh, hateful parents. There are MAGA heads, of course. He didn't say that. I'm saying that. Um, who accused him of grooming and shoving LGBT, LGBTQ agendas down people's throats. Just displaying a, a little rainbow flag during Pride Month in the classroom is the equivalent to these fringe parents of shoving LGBTQ agendas down people's throats. Well, what about the MAGA heads who wear these stupid red caps with MAGA on it? Are they shoving the orange sociopathic bloat bags agenda down the throats of the rest of us? Well, probably so, especially if they're carrying their AR-15s. Mm. Uh, I need a sip. My throat is really uh, getting dry. Mm. Excuse me. Uh, I see that uh, I've only got a couple of minutes left. Um, I might as well oh, play my out music. 
Oh, just real quick good news. Uh, A court, a federal court, orders the EPA to reassess cancer risks of weed killer. Well, which weed killer are we talking about? Glyphosate. What product is it in? Roundup. Who makes Roundup? Monsanto. And who is the parent company of Monsanto? The A.G. Bayer Company. You know, the Bayer Aspirin people. Uh, I think they're a German company. But anyway, at one point, the EPA here in this country said that they that they didn't find a relationship between uh, glyphosate and cancer. Now, that was during the administration of the orange sociopathic bloat bag. Um, the World Health Organization did find a link between glyphosate and cancer. So anyway, uh, this federal court orders the EPA to reassess the risks of this weed killer, this horrible weed killer. Okay, here's my out music. You have been listening to The Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma Community Access. And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and, most importantly, pet your cats. Okay, I'll see you guys um, the first week of uh, uh, July and uh, with another batch of good news, I hope. If I run across good news, I will relay it to you. Take care.